1: This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, who have been telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. Follow them online at oklahomahof.com, and then definitely follow them on Instagram for all the information that you need, because I'm sure that's where you follow us as well, at oklahomahof. Let's get into today's episode what's up guys welcome back to another episode of this is oklahoma mike hearn here your host back with another episode down at bedford's camera again they've set up the back room and and just they just take really good care of me and and i can't thank them enough so down here if you're watching the youtube facebook or any other video platform that we post on that's that's where we're at um use them for you know camera stuff that you need or prints or whatever but my guest today jonathan batista jonathan batista official instagram great follow um mate it's good to meet you in person Hey, great, great to meet you, too. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Um, you know, we are both now in Leadership Oklahoma City, which is really cool. Uh, I know we've had one meeting, which was over Zoom, and hopefully we get to meet in person. Um, but for everybody listening that doesn't know who you are, Give us a little bit of, you know, elevator pitch of who who's Jonathan Batista today?
0: Yes, sure. Uh, well, I'm a principal dancer with the Oklahoma City Ballet. I started dancing in my native country, country of Brazil, mm-hmm. and from Brazil, I traveled to Argentina, and from there, I got a scholarship first to join uh, Miami City Ballet School, and from there, I got another scholarship to join the English National Ballet School, the Royal Ballet School, uh, both in London, the UK. Yeah, and then I had an injury. Okay. And that led me to come back to America and uh, and and recover. And from that, I left to um, Canada. Yeah. So I joined the National Ballet of Canada, and then I was invited to join um, Boston Ballet, Cincinnati Ballet, Milwaukee Ballet, and finally here in yeah. Oklahoma City, where it seems like I'm settling down Good. with the Oklahoma City Ballet. Yeah, yeah. So, you've, so you've seen the world then. A little bit, you've yes. You've been around. That's yeah. really
1: cool. That uh, So grew up in Brazil uh, what was early life like? Getting, into, you know, like what growing up and and getting into sports, getting into, you know,
0: doing ballet. Like what? What was that like? It was, uh, it, it was busy. Mm-hmm. You know, I I grew up in a humble part of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in the in the favelas. I think I don't know if you've ever watched uh, City of God I have, on uh, Netflix. No. So it's about okay. that community and and uh, but I did have many opportunities to uh, you know see different parts of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I think I've had both of, of you know, the best world and in the world on the other side of you know the sheet, Uh, and. And so I was able to just really grow, and my mom really kept me busy with, you know, uh, soccer. Mm. Of course, you know, oh, of course Brazilian. in Brazil, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Ronaldo.
1: Right. I grew up knowing the original like amazing Brazilian team, right, which was Ronaldo, Rivaldo, oh, Ronaldinho. Yes. Like that like, I was I'm mean, I was born Roberto. in 1990. Yes, yeah, Roberto Carlos with yes. that crazy free kick that he took in the World Cup. I mean, yes. just they were they were the best
0: in the world. They were. They yeah. were. And so you know, I was a soccer player. Then I did. Judo, Jiu-Jitsu, Capoeira, Mm -hmm. um, Taekwondo, and then I was also swimming. Uh, I did music, you know, DJing, uh, graffiti. And so my parents were just trying to keep me busy. You know, we were at a part of the city where it offered, you know, it was dangerous. So it could have offered a lot of, you know uh, yeah if they didn't keep
1: you busy you could be off running and doing right, other stuff and right, that yeah. stuff I mean you
0: might have got killed or you could be in jail yeah That's so really it could bad. be right yeah definitely so and and my parents were working the mm-hmm. whole time and they also you know oh I had to study a lot you yeah. know uh, my parents were always like no you gotta read this book you gotta do this you gotta do that and so I was a busy kid and, and in, until one day you know dance took over mm-hmm. and I started with ballroom dance okay. at a local school and then I did jazz and then tap and then they introduced me to ballet. And I have to tell you, I used to hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know how you became a profession uh, 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 for me, but I used to really not enjoying just ballet, you know, with the tights and et cetera. And I also, you know, there's a lot of prejudice because in Brazil, you are a soccer player Mm -hmm. or you are a musician. Uh, and then Damn. you go into ballet, and I was the only guy uh, yeah. in the ballet school. So I I, I went through a, a lot of things, you know, that led sure. to my growth, of course. And 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 then I joined a, a pre um, professional ballet school, and from there on, yeah. yeah. So how how old were you when you made the transition to ballet? Oh, I think I was eleven.
1: Okay, so yeah. still quite young, and still early on, then. Right. Like, yes, but you've done all the then. you've done like. You got into dancing obviously at a very young age. Yes. With ballroom and jazz and tap and then getting into you know to, to the ballet stuff. Um, back home, I had two friends of mine who they studied at RAD in London, Royal Academy of yes. Dance in London. They, they, they're they now teaching ballet back home. Um, so that's the only reason I know what the Royal Academy of Dance is. Yeah. Other than Billy Elliot, the movie. Oh which, yes, that movie is fantastic. Thank you. I'm glad you, have uh, watched that because I made that <laughs> reference to somebody else the other day who who was who had done ballet and they were like, I've never seen it. And like, you've never seen Billy. Okay, no, oh, you need fantastic. to go watch it right now. Especially for those listening, you need to go watch Billy Elliot. The amazing movie. Tom Holland in his early days, um, set in Newcastle. It's just a great movie, isn't it? Um, even you know, if you're not a ballet fan, it's a great movie. Um, it is. So so you get into ballet at eleven you
0: get picked up, right? And then you start going... I mean, you're still in school. Yes, I'm still in school. Yeah. So school would go from um, 8 a.m. to 12, and then from 1 to 9 p.m. was yeah. of school. Wow, and that's intense. so you would be dancing for eight hours nonstop. Yeah. And, you know, it's so... Uh, I did not like it. I started liking yeah. it because, you know, they used to take us on a trip, you know, and so you would travel to different cities, mm-hmm. different states and then started traveling outside the country as right. well. And so, uh, and I would see my friends, you know, getting the awards, you know, so that's how you get excited. Right. Oh, you got a medal. Oh, you did this. Yeah. And then you're on this big stage yeah. in Brazil, you know, you hear people clapping and and it builds up, you know, all sure. the excitement and things and you start seeing things. But I think what really defined my career was that I was able to dream. Uh-huh. I started dreaming about okay. having a career, so that's when yeah. I started watching, you know, Mikhail Baryshnikov yeah. or Rudolf Nureyev and also, and then Carlos Acosta, which was the first black male dancer okay. to be a principal dancer with the Royal Ballet, okay. and and I, I had the opportunity to meet him, you know, it was a dream come true, yeah. and and I set, and, and it's funny because I really set a goal uh-huh. that I would one day be in England, okay, and study in yeah. England, uh, and and that happened. You know, I was just coming back from Miami. My parents made the ultimate mm-hmm. sacrifice to pay for that trip yeah. uh, to uh, Miami City Ballet uh, in Florida, and and from there on, I came back from from that from Miami and I wasn't really I wasn't really impressed okay you know I was impressed with Miami City Bali but I wasn't right. impressed with Miami because I thought oh this is Rio de Janeiro yeah, yeah but yeah. you know more on the modern side sure uh, and and I didn't get to see much either because I was underage right. so I was just like ah you know I mean the you university see a hotel uh, uh, you, whatever you're staying and that's it right right yeah. and that's uh-huh. it and and so I went back to Brazil and English National Ballet Mm -hmm. went to Brazil and they opened an audition. Okay. And, you know, my teacher didn't want me to go, but I did. And, you know, did the audition and it took six hours. For them to make a decision. Uh, wow. I mean, we were dancing for all yeah. those six hours. and Like making it through the rounds.
1: Right. Like, okay, you can go, you can go, and then you just get whittled down to yes. the people that they want to take or right. offer a position back in the UK. Yeah, correct. Wow. and then they That's said, intense. Yeah,
0: that was intense. Yeah. And then they said, hey, we would like to offer you a scholarship uh, mm-hmm. under the Nurea Foundation, and you would be three years with the school. Yeah. And you would also attend college, and so on and so on, and that was it, wow, you know. And that's so cool. Cool. and and funny enough, you know, we didn't have the funds, you know, uh-huh. uh, we didn't have the money, and yeah. and I told my parents, I said, look. Pack, let's pack. And yeah. and we packed everything up. And I said, you know, by faith, I'm going to be in England. And I started performing. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I cried to people. Right. You know, I was just like, I was a young kid yeah. and I was fearless with it. You know, I was just like, hey, no, I, I need help. I need support. And talking to people. Yeah. And one day, I remember... Uh, in Brazil, you can reserve the ticket before okay. you, you fully pay for it. Okay. So I reserved on a Thursday, let's say. Uh, on a Sunday, they called. I didn't want to pick up the phone because yeah. I would have to cancel it. I didn't have the money for down payment. Right. And they called me to say, hey, um, so send me your email because uh, you're traveling on Wednesday. Yeah. And someone paid for it.
1: Wow. That's amazing. And... Do you know who it was?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I found out two yeah. years after uh, yeah. that, that one opportunity, uh, the, after I got to London. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I got off, off the phone and I said, you, Mom, yeah. we're done. See? Uh, great. And I went to school and I said bye to everyone. And on Wednesday, on a Wednesday, yeah. I was on the plane.
1: How, so how old were you when you flew to the UK? I believe I was 16. Okay. Yeah. So, quite a young age to travel halfway around the world on your own, <laughs> right. leaving mom and dad behind and family and, yeah. and security behind of everything you know growing up. Right. And then you fly to London and land at or whatever, and you, you're like, wow, I'm in another country. Yeah. You know, everything's a lot different, I guess, but you do know the ballet is comfortable for you. Yes. Definitely. So, what was that experience like landing
0: in? You know in the UK oh wow it, it was amazing I mean as, as soon as I saw it you know and and you think you know UK London you're associated with you know the kingdom and right. then you're associated yeah. with, with the queen yeah. and then you want to see the Buckingham, Buckingham Palace and the first thing that they they um, uh, they introduced it to to new, student, uh-huh. new students is of course the building where we'll be studying and yeah. then you know. Than the Buckingham Palace, and it, it yeah. was amazing. I was like, "Oh my goodness, I'm in the in the uh, Harry Potter uh, right. movie." Yeah. But the experience itself, it was a little bit hard in the beginning to mm-hmm. get used to it. You know, the, the English people they are very gentle, you know, and okay. highly polite, and and I was very loud as a Brazilian young man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could, yeah. I could. You
0: come in sixteen years old, full of confidence. Oh like, yeah. So much confidence. Oh my goodness. And you're and coming and in.
1: You're like, I, I mean, <laughs> I know I'm walking on water right now. I'm really good at this. Um, right, yes. And they're telling you that you need to improve, but in a really nice way, like the right. queen would probably tell you, or your nice grand way. would say something yes, very nice to you. they were
0: very nice about yeah. it. And uh, I mean, they were great. I was very blessed to have the opportunity, mm. you know, also to then join the Royal Ballet School uh, for a moment yeah. and then go back to the English National Ballet School. And then they took me to Prix de Lausanne in Switzerland okay. to compete. Um, And they have the video blog blog on YouTube, if you put my name down, uh, which is cool. And, you know, so I've had the best of experiences, but the change, you know, was difficult in the beginning. And I would say it took me six months. Mm hmm to uh, I'd say become an Englishman, yeah, uh, <laughs> to feel comfortable within your surroundings, and, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And of course, accepting of my culture, you know, I'm still a mm-hmm. Brazilian man, but you adopt the place as well, and yeah, also because you're, you know, I was I was young, so uh, a lot you know, easier to be influenced when you're young too, right? Definitely. Yeah. So you know, I I loved it as well. <laughs> you know, I love the culture, yeah. and everything. And when I came to America, you know, they 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 were like what are you saying you know it, it took me a while because yeah. you know i that's the english i know right and then well it has changed a lot of yeah. course but uh, but uh back then yeah. that's what i knew and yeah. but they had i have a lot of influence from from the english people so what years were you in the uk for oh that was short it was only three years so it was three years of what like yeah. what was it 2000s? 2008 through 2011 okay yeah,
1: so you would have come back to the states about the time that I came to the states because I came here in August 2011. So what were the things that you I guess picked up from being in the UK as, you know, from a 16 to a 19 year old? Oh my- the things that like I mean, just, yeah, there must be some little quirks that you pick up or things that you miss.
0: Oh, okay. So, uh, well, if you're watching on YouTube, you're ready to see. I'm the always I'm very well always dressed. With the, you know, yeah. uh, uh, with the blazer on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what is, what, how do you say it? You know, I, I love to just. Um, uh, to care for people okay. you know in yeah. a certain way yeah, yeah. you know uh welcoming people in my house i mean that's what we used to do over there mm-hmm. and brunch you know, and, and walking pajamas everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drinking cups of tea all day. Yes, scones or scones, as people day. say. Yeah. And what I miss about London is the diversity, right? Uh, you know, it was so diverse. Mm-hmm. It was so uh, to a a a point. Well, I was really really young, so I didn't know much of its politics and etcetera. Right. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. an inclusive system and etcetera. But right. for me, it felt inclusive. Gotcha. Because I was there. I was having opportunities. I had really amazing opportunities to dance elsewhere. You know, I was with yeah. English National Ballet School, then I wanted to go to the Royal Ballet School. They welcomed me yeah. with open arms and uh, on full scholarship as well. And, mm-hmm. and then I went back to EMB and they were still very welcoming. So yeah. I, you know, I've, I've had a very fruitful journey yeah. And, and, you know, I can't complain. That's, I mean, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's to be so like, you're
1: like I, I get a free ride, basically, to go to the UK and learn from, from some of the best in the UK, if not in the world, and then, you know, and, and grow as a person as well. From, like, 16 to 19 is a significant part of somebody's life, isn't it? There's a right. lot of things going on. You know, you're a little older, and you but you're aware of things, right? Yeah. That must have been so cool. What... Um, I mean, I'm curious to know, like, what was your, like, favorite meals? And and the UK is known for having, like, the best Indian
0: takeout as well. Did you eat Indian, like, curry food and stuff like that? I did. I don't think it was my favorite, at uh-huh. that time, I yeah. do it now more than ever. Okay. But I used to love my Friday's fish and chips.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh. You,
0: I have still yet to find a good Hello. fish and chips here. Yeah. Like I just can't do it. Oh, it was don't just know why. amazing. It yeah. was just, you know, every Friday, I would just go and get it and, mm-hmm. you know, be happy with it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I also miss the bars. Uh-huh. you know a lot more of like the
1: pub culture the pub culture yeah because yeah. you don't because people listening will be like oh I miss the bars and they probably think that you're out every night well no right. it's yeah. if, if you've never been to the UK or travel to Europe um, the pub culture is its own thing it, it's more it of is. like a day than right. a, you, know, you don't go there at Nine o'clock at night and get trashed, or you can. Yeah. But it's more of like I'm gonna go there in an afternoon, have a have a meal, have a few yeah. drinks, and watch the football or watch whatever's on. And right. that must have been cool too as well. The football being in in London and oh, being around great. here, you got Tottenham, Arsenal, Chelsea, yeah. all those West Ham, all those all those kind of big Premiership teams.
0: Well, it was right there on Fulham Broadway. Oh, so, okay, yeah. And it, I think we had a there was a restaurant, a Brazilian restaurant, mm-hmm. right there too. So all the soccer players, the Brazilians, used yeah. to go to that restaurant. So you know, from time to time, yeah. I met one another. I think I met Davy, okay, uh, and yeah. when he was playing with Chelsea, and 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 I met Daniel Redcliffe okay. because his house was actually, uh, uh, I think the, our changing room in school mm-hmm. was facing his his backyard. Okay, so from time to time we would see him there at his backyard. <laughs> <That's brilliant. laughs> like at Tesco's. Brilliant, like it's Harry Harry Potter.
1: Buying a sandwich. Yeah, that's so good, <laughs> which was um, amazing. So yeah, you. I mean, you're in the UK. You're learning all this stuff, you're eating fish and chips every every Friday, you meet Daniel Radcliffe.
0: Um, yeah. you know, you, you are living the dream at that point, right? Yeah, living the dream. I mean, you know, every single step mm-hmm. was something new. Yeah. And you know what I used to do? I used to get the the bus yeah. and just sit down. Just sort of ride around. Ride around, you yeah. know, London. So I got to know so many places. Yeah. You know, and uh, it, it was fantastic. You know, it was a dream come true. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to leave. It really really was So did you get injured there or did you get injured
1: after that? I got injured there Okay, so that is why you had to leave
0: Uh, I still spent a year and a half after my injury I was still trying to recover But I lost contracts because I was injured So then uh, Miami City Valley invited me to Mm. recover with them that's really nice of them. Oh yeah, it was right? fantastic. Edward Villella was the director yeah. back then. Back then, mm-hmm. and and once I recovered, I I went to the National Ballet of Canada. Yeah, which was an invitation from like two years uh, prior to graduating, yeah. and and my school didn't allow me to go because <laughs> they wanted me to graduate. <laughs> right, of course,
1: because yeah. they want you to stay and they've invested in you and they. I'm sure they wanted you to stay in the UK for a lot longer. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, all of getting invited to places, and getting a scholarship—that doesn't come without obviously, you know, you know, noticing that you are clearly very good at what you do. You don't get a scholarship and get through all the rounds, you know, by just being okay. So, I, you know, what you said—your your parents or your mums always had you doing stuff and always working towards something. That, that tenacity and that clear like, want to grow once you got into ballet at 11 everything just went to now i want to do ballet i assume
0: Right. Well, I, I would say that, you All know, continued. It, it's, it's a profession, Ballet sometimes chooses, you know, the, 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 the person okay. until you become an artist and everything, because I really did not like it. <laughs> I had no intention of becoming a yeah. ballet dancer. What did you want to do growing up instead? I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be a missionary. I wanted yeah. to be, you know, different things, like a, a policeman. So I, you never I thought that you were going to become a ballet
1: dancer or well, it. it's still like to this they think back then that you would be doing it for for
0: as a profession traveling oh, the world not at all not at yeah. all you know and and it was something you know they they picked me and and they continued mm-hmm. and i think it was more the of more about the challenges that I was presented with. Okay. You know, uh and and the discouragement too. Mm. And I wanted to prove that no I can do this. Yeah. You know, I will be able to do this. I mean, I saw my family, you know, going from uh very little to okay. them succeeding and becoming, you know, all that they could be- become yeah. and, and then I was just like so I had an example at home, you know, two examples, my mom and my dad. Yeah. And so I just followed that same energy, and even these days, you know, look, I also didn't like books when yeah. I was younger, and now i I read a book per week, you know right. and and so all of the things that I did not like when when I was younger mm-hmm. uh, now i i just I just do it you yeah. know it's just a habit yeah how how did you get injured what happened oh i I broke uh, my sesamoid bone, sesamoid, I think it's called, in half. So that same day I rehearsed a production and then that same evening I flew to Germany to perform in the morning. So I performed for three hours the next day and then I I flew back to the UK and, I mean, my foot was... Screaming with pain. Screaming with pain. And then that took me two years to recover.
1: Wow. Yeah. Because... I mean, I, I'm not a doctor, but I, my limited knowledge and some pub quizzes, I know that there's a lot of bones in your feet
0: oh yes right. a lot, a lot. Yeah. And, and, and little ones too yeah. and you know and the thing is when you're young you know you think you're invincible and oh, you want course. to hug the world with mm-hmm. just like you know one hand yeah. <laughs> not even an arm just your hand you want to put it there squeeze it and not even let go yeah. so you know every opportunity that I saw I wanted it you know right. it, it didn't matter if I was healthy and whatever it was yeah. and and uh, well I learned my lesson of course and that's right. how you well,
1: that's when uh, growing up and, and thinking that like you know just I uh, don't really uh, don't like or don't love ba- you know ballet. When did you really like what time in your career were you like okay like this is clearly my profession I absolutely love doing this now. Wow.
0: Um, Have you I got there don't yet? I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't like it. I think this, that, well, there's a part of it that yeah. is really you know right. uh, a challenge. Uh, it it, it's it's something that grows within you Mm -hmm. you know there wasn't a moment that I was just like okay this is it yeah yay I love it you know it was just the feeling uh the passion I guess that that drove me towards you know staying did
1: you really miss it those two years out of recovering were you like itching to
0: get back out there no, not at all. Really? I was not disciplined. Yeah. Yes, I actually. It took me two years because I wasn't disciplined about. It. Okay. You know, I yeah. went to Brazil, and you know, you want to see your friends. Oh, of course. You don't want to put your foot up, you know, and do the things that you're supposed to do. Yeah. So you know, I I, I okay. just yeah, I just really prolonged the the recovery yeah. uh, uh, process, and and but yeah, it was just something that mm-hmm. grew with me, it developed, and that I think that was always a purpose. Okay. You know, not real. A decision that I made for myself. I will do yeah. this. I think if I say I'll do this, I'm already in the process of you know this is what I do. Right. I do this because I love it. Gotcha. You know, and it's just a part of who I am. You yeah. know, because if you don't give it, if you don't give it your all, I'm. It doesn't really. You know, what's right. your objective? What's your your goal? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? And and that's my mindset. You know, most of the times to right. uh, whatever I do.
1: Yeah. So so you're in Miami you recover and then Canada says hey let's come up let's come hang out up here so you go from the UK, If you go from Brazil. You go to the UK, which is totally different. Then you come from the UK to Miami, which is again totally different. And then you go shock.
0: Miami to Canada. It was totally different. Totally different. It was a cultural shock. Yeah, getting to Miami and then getting to Canada was yeah. completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and and it was hard. Canada yeah. was the most challenging place that I've been to. I think it was just the culture, you know, and their mm-hmm. their own at the time, and. It Again, I'm young, so I'm yeah. still discovering. Young twenties at this point, right? Yes. Full of confidence, still. Right. Yes. And yeah. I became loud again because I went to Miami, yeah. so <laughs> with all the <laughs> Latin, so it was it was great. So I went to Canada it, again. it's settled. It's a different culture, sure. and. Uh, um, I'd say I had great opportunities, performed a lot, but there were mm-hmm. lots of things as well that I still, you know, that these days that inspired me mm-hmm. to become an advocate for change in the ballet world. Okay. What I say a lot, you know, we need to yeah. bring ballet to the 21st century and we need to develop, you know, diversity, inclusion and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So um, that's what I saw with the, the, right. the ballet in yeah. Canada and the country itself, you mm-hmm. know, at, at least the areas where I was at. Um, and then I came back to the United States to join the Boston Ballet.
1: Okay. How, so in how, to that point, the, the diversity and being you know, a leader and pushing for change and being in a position where you are at the position you're at because you're very good at what you're at, regardless of your skin color, who you are, whatever it is, right. but you have a voice at that point, right? And you're confident. You know that you have a voice. So then as you grow, you realize what you can do with that voice. Right. Yes. and you, you're around other leaders and other friends and
0: and then you know you that becomes a, a bigger purpose too right it does it does you know and it, it, it it's really about timing because you do mm-hmm. learn as well how to use your voice it, yeah. you become comfort comfortable within yourself because you know it, it it the world nowadays you know is constantly changing right and and you still I think the greatest accomplishment I think like I, I've seen that quote before you know it's to you know still be yourself in a world that's trying sure. to constantly change you yeah. so uh, I, I did lose myself in the process for a little bit mm-hmm. you know it's like what do I want to do who I want to become and what do we want to uh, uh, change you know yeah. or influence change and, and it took me a while you know it wasn't until I would say what, six months ago yeah. where I started speaking. I think uh, you, we've seen the devastation of the the past events, yeah. you know, and I would say that George Floyd was a huge inspiration. Unfortunately, it took his life mm. for me to, you know, gather all the courage and not just me, ballet dancers across, you know, the United yeah. States. They started speaking up, you know, dancers of colors, Latinx dancers, mm-hmm. uh, Native Americans and women. And, you know, they started speaking in, in regards to change. You okay. know, and most of it in ballet companies is, is about uh, uh, it's uh, it's about educating uh, the organization. It's right. about it, um, uh, really because sometimes you know there are two ways here. You think about either uh, ignorance or just uh, lack of awareness. Yeah, you know, and I think with all the events that we are seeing now we are all finally paying attention to what is really going on. Because the thing is that, you know, if it doesn't bother me, I, I won't be able to see it mm-hmm. you know and even if I'm presented with it there will be conflicts yes but I think there's a way for us to educate each other yeah. you know on on things that you know yeah. we're trying to uh, influence change right i mean it's yeah. i I lo- you know it, it's
1: it has to be done right and someone's yeah. got to do it and it has to be done and it, you know it takes someone like yourself and others who who are very good at what they do and are respected and like you said, you find your voice and you know that there it's like you, sadly something has to happen to kind of force your hand a little bit and think, okay, if I don't speak up now, yeah. you know, like there is no other time. Like I need to do this because – this is getting out of hand. It's right. getting ridiculous. Of, there's a
0: lot of fear with that, yeah. too, you know, mm-hmm. because you're young, you speak up, and then it's like, oh, my goodness, you know, is it just me? or right. And, and who is there to support me or to protect me? Because yeah. I'm still growing. I'm still young, you know. And one of the things that I talked a lot, even with my artistic director, was, mm. you know, if I'm a great risk taker. So if mm-hmm. anything, please just educate me on something. Yeah, you know, because I'm still growing. I'm a young man. I'm open to things. I'm open if you say, "Hey man, that's wrong," or you know, sure. you let's do things in yeah. a better way. But tell me. But tell me. Yeah, you know, because most of the times, what happens is that it causes this huge separation, and then there's mm-hmm. a gap with no, you know. Uh, place for knowledge, wisdom, and then we fill right. them with emotions and uncertainties yeah. and, uh, and and just negativity. And, and then we start wondering, yeah. you know, and, and building up stories and etc. So I, I'm really trying to bridge, you know, build a bridge and gotcha. just say, hey, let's have a conversation. And it was really uh, interesting because I started having, you know, live sessions yeah. on my Instagram and a lot of people joined in, Okay, you know, people from the Oklahoma City Ballet and uh, Erica Portel, which is uh, uh, an outreach teacher, mm-hmm. and she does great stuff in the community, uh, and she works with uh, Black kids and African American kids yeah. as well, and Latinx in the communities, and and she had an interview with me, and uh, I mean a, a conversation, right. and and uh, she really went in, you know, and she was vulnerable, she was open, and you, you know, know it also allowed me to. Uh, understand better you Mm -hmm. know what the company was doing but i also had to you know talk and 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 let them know what my experience has been Mm -hmm. and and what changes we could do in order to improve not only relationships between communities you know but the art organization also influencing the uh, our society our community in oklahoma city and they just opened, uh, well, six months ago, they opened this uh, subcommittee of um, diversity, inclusion, and and uh, equity okay. at the Oklahoma City Ballet. So we're doing work. Yeah. You know, we're talking. We're doing work via email. We gather. We sit down. We have conversations. Yeah. And that's what it takes.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and you made a great point. I like it's you know, it, it's it's either ignorance or you just kind of don't know, right? You just yeah. kind of, you're unaware, aren't you? Right. Like, and, and sadly, there's a lot of people who are unaware.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and it takes, you know, coming together and getting people together going live on Instagram and having conversations to get people in to make them and having vulnerable conversations to talk and realize, oh, okay, this is not just an issue in the media. like This is happening in Oklahoma City and across the world. And someone like yourself who's traveled a lot, I'm sure you've seen it in all the the cities and states and parts of countries and, and it's it's saddening and I'm when you look back you could probably think oh okay yeah yeah it did happen this one you know you, you don't recall it at the time because you're probably young and you think you your heads not in that space right. but things have you, you could look back and I'm sure things have happened that now you look back on and you're like oh okay so that's why yeah. and, and, and now it makes sense um, so, so you come to Boston
0: freezing cold Freezing cold. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think it compared yeah. to Toronto though. Toronto yeah. was really, really interesting, uh-huh. you know, and, and Milwaukee as well. Oh, Milwaukee was the hardest. Yeah, you know, uh, it was just really cold. And I, I, actually told myself I need to leave. <laughs> I need to get out of here.
1: I need to go further south where the sun is.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So how long have you been in Oklahoma City? And, and you know, what. What were you? I guess why did you accept the position to come to Oklahoma
0: City? So it was between Oklahoma City and Atlanta. Okay. And I I know Atlanta Mm -hmm. um, very well, and I was just thinking, oh, great entertainment! Uh, You know, you have TV. Music seems great. Uh, I love being in the studio with musicians, and and you know, you have many opportunities, you know, available over there. And I thought, but you know, I truly need something that I know nothing about. Yeah. And, and that's when I started researching Oklahoma City. And, you know, and one of the things that I love is growth. Mm-hmm. And I read that, you know, the city has had a great amount of growth for the past yeah. five to ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the city was developing, et cetera, and wanted to be a part of that growth. And the Oklahoma City Ballet was just moving from uh, their old building to this beautiful facility that right. they have at the uh, North Glasson Boulevard in yeah. Nichols Hills. And, and I was just like, you know what? I, I think I want to be a part of that growth, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah, and it took me, what, two months. We, yeah. we had interactions via, uh, via email. Uh, we talked about it. At first, it was a no, mm-hmm. you know, because he didn't have a contract. Robert Mills, our artistic director, didn't have a yeah. contract. And then, you know, things changed in the company, and he emailed me. I was actually about to go to Tulsa to audition. Yeah. And he emailed me, and I canceled all, you like know, and everything. And I yeah. said, let's do it. So what year was that? Uh, That was 2017. Okay.
1: So roughly three and a half, four years you've been here. Yes. And seen a bit of change and... I mean, what, what did you initially think when you came to Oklahoma City?
0: Grass, land. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can see for miles. Yeah, I I was like, okay, uh, I don't see the buildings. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, where is downtown? I started worrying a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then, you know, I started exploring. And I was just like, you know what? This is great. Yeah. You know, uh, great to see uh, what Paseo looks like now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Comparing to, uh, what, 2017. Mm-hmm. You know, Paseo, the plaza now with a new uh, Class and 16 building, you right. know, which is amazing as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's just amazing. So you see growth everywhere and people want to do stuff, you know. Sure. And I love entrepreneurship. You know, I, I lived in Cincinnati and Cincinnati had, uh, I was a part of uh, We Are Mortar okay. Cincinnati uh, Entrepreneurs. And, you know, and I saw that this city, you know, you saw like pockets, you know, small places yeah. being uh, remodeled, you know, for a new business uh, to go in there. And etc. So I was very inspired and moved by that. So it's just like, you know what? Let me go to Oklahoma City. I, yeah. I hope to meet new people and, and start from there.
1: That's that's really cool to come in here and do that. Like I it's I tell people I tell people a lot, and people are probably on the podcast that are sick of me saying this, but you've got to you know, and I love what you said you're a risk taker because you've gotta take risks because you don't know what's on the other side of it. Right. And the good thing is you know you can always go home right Home's yes. always going to be there definitely I can always go home I always have like a you know a base that that if everything hits you know if everything goes to goes to crap and I can't go you know dreams crush whatever I can always go home like right. uh, and I just by every conversation I have with people I'm just pushing them like go try something new. go try it
0: go try it you know? go do it you know and yeah. it, and it's great because you know one of the things that sometimes people don't realize is that failure is fantastic yeah you know uh, you know of course you, you you're really aiming to succeed but if you do fail hey that's just another opportunity for you to learn something yeah. and you know make plan B your plan a again and just uh, yeah. get there you know
1: especially in dancing how I mean you need to practice A lot you have to fail a lot oh, to yes. get to nail those poses yeah. and perfect those those moves that you you know i know nothing about ballet other than watching billy know um, <laughs> black swan or whatever but like you you can't just you don't just you don't just get out of bed and and perform you know right. like there are years of hard work destroyed feet and hours and hours like you said when you were 11 years old you were doing from 1 till 9 at the age of 11 1 to 9 you know and then you
0: travel around the world and I'm sure it was that plus everything else too, definitely you know, flying around stuff. It takes a lot, you know. It yeah. takes repetition. It takes you know creating this habit of you know waking up mm-hmm. and then working towards his skills. You know, I still wake up at four thirty a.m. to go to the gym. You know, well, I have first. I, I first have my uh, well, I have my first meal, which is like you know four eggs with you know, some vegetables and et cetera. Then I go to the, to the gym, then I come back, then I have to have fruits, and then I go to ballet, and yeah. then it's 9.30 to five, and then I go back, and sometimes I do teach at night, and sometimes I go to YouTube, you know, because yeah. I'm trying to,
1: yeah, of course. to get it started. Yeah, yeah. So. so so that is your typical day then? I put, I put you know, eat, yeah. gym, that's, a, I mean, even now, like, how, how old are you now, young, late 29. 20s? 29. Okay, so yeah. almost 30, like, as you're aging older as well, have you noticed that like you've got to take more care of your body because of all the stress you've put on it, and eat better? I guess when you're young, you can eat whatever you want, right? right? Yeah. But now you've really got to nail that routine down.
0: Yes, I had to create better habits. You mm-hmm. know, wake up, meditation, and then you know, journal and yeah. do all of these you know healthy habits in order to have a better performance. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that is great because I don't get tired usually, uh, and I don't get injured as much because, you know, I'm really, I have to maintain and if not improve Mm -hmm. my daily routine. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
1: Try 1% every day, right? 1% better every day? Yes. Every day. Yeah. Every single day. That's awesome. That's intense. So you're in Oklahoma City. You've been, you know, three and a half, four years, your principal dancer. I'm sure you learn to love this city now. You meet a lot of people. Um, you know, we're in the leadership thing together. So that's a new yeah. thing. Like, you're really becoming part of the city. You know, you're not just the dancer who's in town, who's not from here. You are, you know, outside of ballet, you're getting involved as well, which is really, really cool to see. Um, you 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 Thanks. teased the YouTube thing there. Tell yes. me about that
0: plans. You know what's that? What's that like? What's that going like? And so uh, my first channel will be in Portuguese, mm-hmm. and and it's called Sim Possível, which is called yeah. Sim in Portuguese is yes, mm-hmm. and Possível is possible. Okay. So you just put it in one. It's yes, possible, yeah. and it's really about uh, how to create and maximize your productivity mm-hmm. uh, in order to uh, um, uh, to achieve your your goals gotcha. and and conquer your dreams. So it's, it's about the habits and it's about, you know, I'm really talking about my daily routine, whatever I read and learn and, and just encouraging people to be and do. Yeah, you know, and sometimes we do want to do stuff. We do want to get there, you know, and we just don't know how. And just like a business, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to create systems, you know, and then just get used to that system daily. And then you start building yourself, and you do see results. You know, the difference between a success, a successful person, and one that is stagnated is it's uh, it's just the first step. Yeah. So you know, you just. It's just starting. It's just starting.
1: Is there? I know. No. I mean, I. I. I love YouTube. I watch more YouTube channels than I do normal TV because it's just easier. To the future. I'm like totally sold on YouTube. Oh, that's um, it. What is YouTube like in Portuguese?
0: Oh, it's it's growing now Good. and. Uh, and I think people are realizing there are a lot, lots of possibilities, and yeah. etc. But in Portuguese, uh, I don't know. I'm getting there now. Yeah, the you lot know? Of, well, I guess it would be. great. I mean,
1: it's early stages. Yes, it's a lot of you guys will probably a better chance of becoming growing a following in Portuguese than you do English right now, because everyone in the world so. has, Eng- has got an English YouTube channel. Yes, right? English-speaking YouTube channel.
0: Right. Definitely. Yeah. You have to be way more creative mm-hmm. with you know uh, with an English channel. You know, yeah. either having Creative thumb, uh, uh, thumbnails, mm-hmm. or just the content itself—you know, yeah. uh, uh, what you're talking about, and pictures, and whatever niche you you, yeah. you find yourself in. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be a, That's a great journey. Oh, yeah. I'm excited.
1: So, with the YouTube stuff, then who who are the big YouTubers in ballet? Is there is there a big is there a big kind of
0: you know? big draw of people that are YouTubers in ballet? Uh, I don't think so. No? I, I think the the one person that comes to mind is Ingrid Silva. She's okay. a principal dancer with the uh, Harlem uh, um, Dance Theater. Mm-hmm. And She was. She started with YouTube really young, Mm -hmm. and and now she created a following, and which I think really just transitioned to her Instagram. Sure. And she uses that um, way more. I think. Yeah. You know. But uh, I don't know who's the biggest one right now uh, in in Brazil. Uh, Well, yes, I do. It's Winderson Winderson Nunes. Okay. Uh, He's a comedian. Yeah, and yeah, he rose to fame, and I think he's like the number one yeah. in Brazil.
1: But but in ballet, and specifically in ballet, there isn't that many. Oh, in ballet, yeah. uh, no, which not is ballet. good for you. I mean, there's yeah, that's great opportunities there, and and you know, YouTube isn't what it was 10 years ago or five years ago even whereas people were making i mean you can make a lot of money from youtube but obviously the ad dollars come down because more people are on it but that's that's exciting that's like a new kind of just a a side project for now i guess preparing yourself for older life whenever you decide to retire
0: oh yes i'm already you know deciding you decided uh, i'm not deciding on what age but i'm preparing yeah yeah for it uh you know you never know when your body says hey this is this is time, you yeah. know, this is it. Also, what if the, the vision for the company changes and they sure. say, hey, thank you very much but we are going in a different direction yeah. uh, which happens a lot, you know, yeah. this is the dancer's life so uh, I would say I, I don't want to leave o- Oklahoma yeah. City, you yeah. know, because I love it here so I want to go into, you know, YouTube and and yeah. start talking to people, you know, about my journey, about, mm-hmm. you know, how to create new habits and etc. and right. so on. Because it's,
1: It's you know, I think growing up when if you go tell a young boy oh you're gonna go into ballet, like you said earlier, all the prejudice come in and all that stuff and like whatever, that's that's not for me. But then you see how much you work out the athleticism of of the dancers oh, and I'm like I would kill for a body like right. that right now you know <laughs> I mean I wouldn't kill to get up at 4:30 in the morning and work out but right, like right. you know it's it's not I have a friend who who's from who who's out here with me he he's from Wales his mum teaches ballet back home she has a school oh, awesome. back home so he's a soccer player but he grew up a football player but he he grew up you know playing football but his mum always had him stretching and doing thing and yeah. whatever and and just to build strength yeah and but if you most kids don't have that right you don't get the idea that well you're a very <laughs> strong you know, it's athletic work right. to do what to get in the position that you get in, to pose the way you do and dance the way you do.
0: And you know I, what's interesting is that singers they do take hmm. ballet class. You know, Beyonce, Michael Jackson used to do it, Usher that. as well. You know, they all take ballet class because you know it's really good for your daily routine yeah. and in your your uh, movements and yeah. etc. And and, et cetera. and, and uh, uh, yeah, it's a lot of work. you know it's a lot of athletic work you know you go to the gym and you have to jump and you have to turn and you have Mm -hmm. to balance work on your calves you know work on your arms your back you know because of the posture and how you prepare you do things and also how you partner with the girls you know because yeah. Putting the girl above your head, it's really not about uh, uh, just being a muscular guy. Right. It's has really, to do with grace, right? too. Right? Right. With that, some yeah, style. With grace yeah. as well, but it's yeah. just the way that you do it. Okay. You know, and, and how you prepare your body to engage mm-hmm. your muscles and then, you know, uh, lift yeah. over, do a, an overhead lift.
1: Like so it takes Dancing, a while. right? Like that famous scene. From oh, dirty yeah. Dan- you know, too many people scene. have had a drink oh, at the it's bar. A, it's amazing. amazing. Like, come on, let me do this. And she goes flying into a wall or whatever. Uh (laughs) seen that too many times never wanted never done that though never tried it because i know i couldn't do it um i would hate to drop somebody
0: that'd be it's a hard one it's a hard lift yeah you know because she comes in and then you have to place her hips you know uh you have to go down and then place her hips above your head okay and then go all the way up Yeah. yeah
1: You're going to get a lot of DMs, people asking you to teach them how to do this, right? (laughs) I'm ready. Here we go. Um, Well, mate, this has been a pleasure. Uh, Final few questions to let you go. Um, Oklahoma City, you know, you've been here a few years now. Um, Favorite restaurant in Oklahoma City? I would say Stella. Yeah? I love it there. Okay. Um, What about breakfast spot? Mm,
0: Breakfast. Hatch, yeah, mm-hmm. Hatch is good. <laughs> oh, actually, uh, let me take it back. I love Hatch, but um, ah, the Guatemalan restaurant, oh, Café Cacao, no, no, Café Antigua. Antigua, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, yeah. favorite yeah. restaurant, really, is Café Antigua. Okay, breakfast is amazing, okay, brunch is fantastic. Yeah. I was just there last week, yeah, yeah, on Sunday, yeah, yeah
1: you're reminding me I have to go there because I usually go to cacao and I'm usually I, I, with the work that I do I don't have to go on a weekend so I'm just never busy I'm usually there in the week and I get lucky and I go in at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday and it's oh, really? empty I haven't been great. to cacao actually oh it's so good coffee's great if you love coffee coffee cacao is awesome um, okay try. well for everyone listening how can they follow you how can they get involved how can they you know
0: Oh, well, uh, all of my handles are uh-huh. Jonathan Batista uh, Official, and I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, and I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. I'm on Twitter, but I don't use it. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I use it to see what the world is doing, and that's about it. Yes, uh, well, Mike, it's been a pleasure. It's an honor. Thank you very much. I that's appreciate awesome. the platform. Uh, when is the next show? Like, when are you guys back? So we are back uh, February 12th through the 14th okay. with Firebird. Okay. Yes. And you're
1: a principal dancer for that as well? Yes, I'll be
0: Prince Ivan. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, mate,
1: thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, For everyone listening, I'll post the links down below to Jonathan's handles, and you can go follow, get involved. And then whenever the British or the U, sorry, British, I shouldn't say that, the English version of a YouTube channel comes, I'm sure everyone's excited to see that. But, um, mate, thanks for coming on, and, yeah, we'll catch
0: you next episode. Thank you. And just to keep it in mind, uh, the the English version of my YouTube channel will be Keeping It Up with, oh no, Keeping It 100 with JB. Yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um, And that's not out yet, but it'll be coming. It'll be coming. (laughs) Awesome. Look forward to it. Thank Um, you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. This podcast was presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, who've been telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. Follow them online at OklahomaHof.com.